Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is about a singular movie, and we'll get to this episode's movie in a little bit. But first, as usual, I need to ask you, the audience, to send in your movie recommendations. Uh, The vote happens during Tay's episode, so if you want to get your movie in, make sure you submit it now before before then. Uh, New movies take the throne, so if you submit a movie now, it'll be on the next vote almost guaranteed. We are always looking for new movies, but we also appreciate the people who sent in movies beforehand as well. All right, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. I am Yemi the... uh, Wait, hold on. I am... uh, uh, Yem, uh, Kung Ferret. <laughs> Who am I here with? <laughs> Hi, I, it is Pow Waffles. It's Taylumation. And it is the Chosen Blue, aka Callus. Wow, Callus always strong with the with the, with the <laughs> yeah, You you really had to yeah. reach for yours, didn't you? There, Yemi. <laughs> that was quite a reach, Yemi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe like Steve Ferret or. Yemi Odekirk, but (laughs) Kung Ferret came out. I don't know. I was searching pretty hard. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. But uh, yes, uh, welcome to this episode of Film Freaks with a Z. I I hope everyone had a good Memorial weekend. Obviously, we're recording this a little bit beforehand, so we don't have any crazy stories. Uh, But hopefully (laughs) everyone had a good Memorial Day. Uh, how, How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm just moving, so process of that yeah let's all, let's all give uh greedy waffles a round of applause he graduated from college college recently so they're like oh. very nice congratulations we nice. about to say uh graduated from callus that's what i thought he was about to say <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, that's 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 quite the tough thing to graduate from so uh, yeah. Oh, yeah well i did it now <laughs> now next he'll hopefully he'll graduate from Kalid. Kaled, ooh. That's an Elden, Elden Ring joke. Nice, I like that. Callus, how are you? I'm doing fine, uh, all things considered. I uh, just <clears throat> in the recovery phase from, you know, being infected with COVID for the first time. So uh, it, wasn't, mm-hmm. it hasn't been too bad, but yeah. Good, it was mild for you. And t- yeah, it was mild, all things considered. And I could be, yeah. <laughs> I could be better. I could be worse. It's just been a blah uh, few weeks. Well, I mean, let's all forget our troubles and talk about a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> it definitely does not. And that is <laughs> Kung Pao: Enter the Feast. Uh, this is from 2002, directed and starring Steve Odekirk. Um, this is a movie within a movie created to spoof the martial arts genre. Writer and director Steve Odekirk uses contemporary characters and splices them into a 1970s kung fu film. Weaving the new and old together as the main character, the chosen one. Chosen one! Odekirk sets off to avenge the death of his parents at the hands of the uh, the kung fu legend Master Pain, also known as Betty. But isn't Betty a woman's name? Uh, along the way, he encounters <laughs> some strange characters. Okay, so from what you just heard, this movie is very quotable. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of really funny lines in there. Um, but the thing that I want to start, well, maybe not start, but just kind of, just kind of say in general, this movie is kind of impressive to me in a way because Steve Odekirk, one, he directed the movie, he wrote the movie, he starred in the movie, 
He got semi in shape for the movie. Uh, he did all the voiceover work for the characters. So any character that you hear going, that's actually Steve Odekirk uh, doing all the voices. Um, they He's the one in the movie, obviously. So he's like being plastered into these weird green screen moments as well in there as well. Um, yeah. That's just impressive on like just a technical level, honestly. Like he's doing so much for this movie and it all comes together for me personally. I feel like it was just a really kind of like fun time throughout the whole thing i was still laughing not on the floor laughing but you know there are those moments like i said at the beginning of the podcast where it's just like that line is just so quotable you know and when steve odekirk punches the hole through the guy and the narrator is just like oh that's just like a clean chunk like how does that even work and he's still talking about it after the fact like into the next scene i just find that stuff so funny (laughs) um so yeah i mean i've i've been quoting this movie since i probably first watched it back in like 2002 so it's one of those movies that stuck with me personally. I, I don't know about you guys. Definitely um, has. I mean, if you know, if you've been to like my Twitch channel, you know that I, you know, I also have like a sound clip from this movie that gets played a lot. So that's yeah, it's definitely been stuck with me. Yeah, that's yep. what I was gonna say. Is uh, I didn't realize that sound clip was from uh, this movie. <laughs> yeah, use it a lot in Cow's stream. Um, We're gonna say tea. Yeah, for me, like it. It definitely is just like it's a dumb movie, but it it's <laughs> it it's is. like it's but dumb. it's so fun. Like it, it's it's, it's funny. very self aware that it's dumb. Yeah, you know, like the movie it's knows just... that it's dumb, and it probably knew that the CGI was going to age pretty terribly too. <laughs> yeah, mm. uh, oh, that baby scene. The baby was the worst CGI. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with like writing off the cow because that's just kind of more like for the for the funniness, funnies, yeah. you know. Uh, I would I will say that the baby CGI at the beginning, I think that whole first kind of like scene where he's a baby and he's just like doing all his kung fu. I, I think that in general kind of aged kind of poorly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think the rest of the movie holds up pretty well in in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I mean, some of the effects are obviously a little bit worse for wear, but yeah, I, I I kind of to me that kind of adds to the charm of the movie because it is just trying to be like a spoof. You know, it's a he's he's literally putting himself into some of these scenes so even though i could point out and be like oh see vodokuk looks really weird in there because they p- plastered his face over the original main character's body when you know wimplo and and um we 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 go and meet him uh, for the Lame. first time you know it's it, it you know i, I like i said it, it, i to me personally it, it adds to the charm of the movie honestly especially because it's parodying a, a movie from the 70s too so it's like yeah. even then like <laughs> You know, it, it, it's just that it's just that spoof quality, you know. What does Nick think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I do kind of I do agree. Um, I do like the quality. I did watch it at twice. So when I originally watched it, I did not like enjoy this movie at all. Um, but I watched it a second time, and I kind of like lightened up, I guess, to it. Um, so definitely. Uh, the quality was good, and I did like the some of the one-liners and some of the, like I said, you know, some of the quotes that was used in the movies. I didn't know was uh, from these movies or from this movie. Yeah, yeah that's think... really <clears throat> sorry. That's really funny you say that because, like, having watched this movie so many times when I was younger, I absolutely loved this movie. But watching it now, I was actually a lot lower than you know i thought it was going to be i did not enjoy it as much <laughs> my biggest gripe about the movie is the dubbing that was awful 
I mean, purposely it's a, done. Yeah, it's a spoof yeah. and it's a parody, so it's yeah. supposed to be intentional. I mean, like I said, it's Steve Odekirk doing all the voices. So how many voices yeah. can he cook up in his head? You know? Did um, he also do the narrator? Yep, he did the narrator too. Wow. Yeah. Did he do Ling? He, uh, yeah, he did Ling. The only character he did not voice was the one one boob lady. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, she was actually there. But I mean, I think uh, I was reading through reviews on several. I mean, just just Letterbox in general. And I think there's some people who take this movie a little bit too seriously. You know, like they're critiquing like every little aspect about it. And I go, you know, it's I mean, sure, fair kind of. But also you look at the movie as a whole and you go, well, you know, how how much do you really hardcore critique? Because it is just be it's, it's a parody movie. And I know when I say just a parody movie, it, it sounds like I'm trying to diminish the 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 the, the whole thing as a, as a whole. But I think that the, you know it's it's in a, it's in a separate genre that's not kung fu, it's not martial arts, it's not action. It's it's just kind of like it's in the parody section. You know, it's it's right next to Spaceballs and Robin Hood Men in Tights, and you know you could go into those movies too and be like, oh well, the technical part of this wasn't that good, or oh the you know the you could see the green screen in this, and it's like, well, I could say that about any of those classics as well. But the fact you know I look over those things because it's a spoof movie one and plus it's spoofing a. 70s movie and adding these characters into it and it's still uh, kind of impressive for for what it is now there was times that like he like while he's interacting with these you know characters who aren't really there because they're in the original movie like i was like damn, he did a good job and yeah then there's times you go well this one was tougher to do and obviously it shows and then yeah, when he's interacting with Ling, uh, and she's like doing like the mercury on his hands and the salt on his hands, you know, and, he's, and she's like rubbing in my hair, and that actually looked pretty good. I mean, it looked like yeah. Steve Oker was actually, you know, petting her head, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. petting. And then also, if you notice during that scene, Ling starts humming along to the soundtrack too, <laughs> which is just kind of like <laughs> there's just like jokes on top of jokes in here, and sometimes you do have to watch it a few times to be like, oh, that's the joke, or oh. Uh, Oh, the stars above, you know? <laughs> yeah, the things that I did like about this movie is um, a lot of the jokes, like, are really funny. There are, like, a lot of times when I, you know, I laughed really loud. But, you know, the the places where I didn't like, it's uh, also, like, in the jokes, there's, like, some jokes that, for me, personally, they just did not work or didn't age well or... To me, just so many things just seemed very cringe to where, like, yeah, yeah like, let's, let's move on now. Let's move on to the next thing. This is not really working out for me, you know? So I was in the same boat as Callus. Um, you know, watching when it came out in theaters, liked I think I saw it a few times in theaters with my friends because we just cracking up at it. Watched it again in my late, like, 20s and went, oh, this movie did not hold up well. And then watching it again this time, I was like, yeah, okay, you know, it's still pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, comedy comedy is uh, uh, obviously subjective. So you know, yeah. you know, if you know, like me laughing at the at uh, the joke where it's like, and then he killed the dog, and there's a loud fart. Like, I'm gonna laugh at that, right? But you know, <laughs> someone else might not because you know, obviously, fart toilet humor is like the lowest who doesn't of, laugh of, at like, fart of the ring. But yeah, comedy is a little bit subjective. So like, your enjoyment of the movie is obviously gonna be an entirely you know a, a you experience. You know, you can't like, you know, it's it's not like I don't know. I, the only movie right now that's coming to mind is like Dune, where it's like, okay, there's a universal love for the movie, and it's the, it's not like full of jokes and stuff. There, you know, the 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 viewing experience is kind of more plateaued for a lot of people. But since it is a comedy movie, 
Um, you know, some some people might have a much better time with it because they find the humor funny. Like I really thought that a lot of the humor spoke to me personally. I mean, a lot of it is my kind of humor, you know, where, you know, he, he grabs the gopher chucks and he starts swinging them around. It does like the the perspective on the gopher, you know, squealing uh, around <laughs> in the motion. Like I was laughing at that. And then, you know, like the him punching the hole in the gut of the guy, like, you know, it's just kind of it's a lot of funny things. Also, like when Steve Odekirk is like standing there and his leg is just kind of like awkwardly coming out of him and like kicking people behind him and stuff like that's just you know it's a lot of slapstick and like i said it's very subjective so if you don't find that funny that's fine you know like i can't i'm not gonna be able to tell you like oh you should laugh at that you know (laughs) (laughs) like i said i was just so distracted about the lag of the voices and like the dubbing over it and just like people talking when they're not talking that's how the dubs of these (laughs) shows were I yeah. love that though. <laughs> I yeah, I, I once again go back to that's kind of like taking the movie a little bit too seriously because that even is part of the joke too, right? Where you know the dog opens its mouth to bark, but the bark doesn't come until like a minute later. You know, <laughs> after it spins around, and lies down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's just it's just, it's it is a part of the joke. So I, obviously, if that's not funny to you, then it's like okay, yeah, then that could get a little bit annoying because that is the entire movie, you know. Or like the parts where like the you see the actor just moving his mouth like on and on and on and then all, all of a sudden you hear I don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, one of my favorite things that's like it was one of my favorite things when I saw it originally and it's still I still like it is the scene where the baby's rolling down the hill and stops and that woman picks it up and just gives it a kiss it's so cute and then sends and it on its way bye bye yeah. That was pretty funny. That yeah. always cracks me up. It's so dumb, but it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right so, from the get go, I, I, you know, like I said, the the first part where the baby's like in the cabin and fighting, I thought that that's that yeah. wasn't like you know too funny. But you know, after after the baby rolling down the hill, I mean, the movie really takes off for me personally, especially because they're like, ah, the chosen was walking, and sometimes he drove, and it's just he's in the he's in the really <laughs> nice car driving. It's like. All right, yeah. It, it just kind of sets the stage for the movie in general, I suppose. And, um, yeah, that, that first action scene also where <clears throat> he meets, like, the uh, the masked figure on the field, and it does, like, the zoom in and out, zoom in and out really fast. That still has me, like, I fall on the floor laughing at that, honestly. Like, that even, was a good like, scene, I, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, they do, like, little little hints of that later on, like, when... The chosen one's running after Ling, who's yelling for help, and he's like, "I'm coming!" And he like he keeps going back and forth, back and forth. Um, I I like that kind of thing. I know it can, you know, obviously the joke goes on for a little bit too long, but I, I still um, find that funny. They stole it from Monty Python. Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of inspiration for this movie. Um, yeah. from other ones, obviously. Which, I'm not. I'm not like giving them crap for that because. Well, I was gonna I say made a, I made a film when I was in like sixth grade with a friend, and we stole <laughs> that joke too. So. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say. I, I mean, you you can see hints of this movie in other movies that we've even, well, maybe not here watched on the show, but I watched and. You know, like everything, everywhere, all at once. There is a little bit of that slapstick kind of like, oh, all of a sudden everyone's hands are hot dogs, right? And you go, that's really weird. And it kind, it really did remind me of Kung Pao when that scene happened. And I was like, you know, I'm really getting like Kung Pao vibes from this. And I was like, wow, I kind of appreciate this movie a little bit more. It's it's in more of that comedy style that I like, you know. I know Callus has seen it. I don't know about anyone else. I still haven't seen it. I want to, but I have not seen it yet. So uh, let me ask Callus. Uh, do you agree that you can kind of see a little bit of Kung Pao and everything everywhere all at once? Not now that you mention it, uh, a tiny bit. I never really thought about it before, <laughs> but 
and yeah like in i mean it's i need to watch it again it's <laughs> i feel like it's been a while now since i've seen it but yeah you're right there there's like certain scenes where when they just go absolutely bonkers and they don't really take themselves seriously they, yeah i can see a little bit of a sort of like that kind of a slapstick influence in that yeah but then there's also like combat has some scenes that just like all the scenes that you're mentioning just absolutely work for me they're funny they're great but others such as um the fight with the cow just that whole fight was just was not humorous to me at all i don't know yeah, why or that they never hold like did not hold up at all oh. Yeah, <laughs> I you know I I um you know because there's like a lot of Matrix references in that one scene in particular, yeah. it does age it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. I still kind of have fun with it. I, I like the ending where Steve Odekirk, you know, slide on the ground. And he just milks the cow until it's skin and bones. You know, I do find that kind of funny. Um, the fight in general, I mean, you know, it's it's not too bad in my opinion, but. You know, <laughs> I thought it was kind of bad. <laughs> I, 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 it, was, it was still a fun little watch. You know, it kind of yeah. transported you back to 2002. You know, you're you're watching like a poorly done CG cow, and then they have like the like a guy in a suit at some points when he's like doing the milk and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it just it adds to the charm of the movie for me personally when I watch stuff like that. You know, because it's like the yeah, like you know the. You know, yeah, the CGI is not going to age well. It was made in 2002 by uh, a guy who was doing movies where it was just faces on thumbs, and he was doing parodies of like Thumb Wars, Thumb Tannic, you know, the God Thumb. You know, like this was yeah, the yeah. first like big time movie that he did that wasn't just a parody with thumbs. You know, yeah, I think his last two. I don't know if he's. I think yeah. he's written stuff. I don't think he's, he hasn't like well, produced or anything. Yeah, well, after, he did after do this. Uh... He did Jimmy Neutron and. Um, Wait, he did Ez Ventura before this one, didn't he? Uh, when Nature Calls, the second one. You know, I don't remember, actually. He he did wrote and direct for Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. I know that much. I don't know if it was like before or after this movie. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he yeah. also did the Barnyard series and then Planet Sheen's going on right now. And I believe he's writing that as well. Okay. Yeah, I, think, I knew he was still writing stuff, but I didn't think he was directing or in, producing anymore. Yeah, after Barnyard, he he stopped like doing movies, movies, and yeah. after that, he's just been doing TV shows. Which I really liked Jimmy Neutron when I was like when I was a kid, and I don't know if it's just because of the ending where the monkey goes, "Hi, I'm Paul." <laughs> but, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I really liked Jimmy Neutron, and also Barnyard was another movie that was one of my childhood favorites. Um, you know, it just kind of has like a, a very similar comedy style in there too, uh, Kung Pao for sure. And Maze Ventura was one of my childhood favorites. Well, there you go. <clears throat> you could say that Odekirk has touched all our lives. <laughs> He's touched all of us as children. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> where where do we go from here? Damn. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, so I, I know that um, you know, there's there's a few action scenes in here, obviously, and the, the my my favorite scene that's kind of actiony but not like action action uh, is where uh, Master Payne is like doing his comment commentary at while fighting Steve Odekirk and um, Ling's father, and <laughs> and you know he's like shut ripper you know and he does all that like funny stuff he says all those funny things um, that's one of my favorite scenes uh, for action scenes I should say I mean yeah. it's not like super good choreographically wise right I mean obviously the one the probably one of the first fight scenes is, is the best where he punches the hole through the guy's stomach um, 
But, you know, the one in the river kind of stands out just because it kind of combines, like, the action and the jokes pretty well. Yeah. I like how when we see, like, they get away and then, like, uh, the master is, like, taking care of him wounded and he just starts, like, molesting him, (laughs) which is in the actual movie. Oh, stop. I have a wound there. (laughs) And then he, like, cuts to his funeral. I'm like, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. He just, his wound wouldn't close right. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah yeah they did a good job with that That's and then they fun. brought it back during like the the end credits where they do where like a they're supposed to be spoofs but or bloopers but uh they they added in more jokes in there too yeah i mean uh-huh. out of all the jokes in the movie those ones in the end credits scene didn't land exactly for me personally like I'll, i i always find it kind of weird when animated movies do this a lot where it's like at the end and it's like it's like toy story 2 i think had this happen too where there was like fake bloopers that they did and this movie has well. that where it's like fake bloopers and i always found those types of things kind of cringy in my opinion i agree yeah. i do not like them but that's after the movie so i kind of remove it from my rating <laughs> i didn't even say i didn't even watch the credits so what <laughs> yeah I mean, did the you... blooper started like right at the beginning of the credits. Did you leave for the intermission? No, I was there for the intermission. <laughs> um, My nipples yeah, no, I... look like milk duds. <laughs> That's right, they do, yummy. I've seen them. <laughs> um, no, I think yeah. After like the the fake Kung Pao two Fury of the Tongue or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just I. I don't know if just our version that's just where it ended or if i just went okay i'm done wait that was after the bloopers wasn't it no that was before oh okay because uh that i mean the, that kung pao 2 was just a com- uh, combination of a bunch of scenes that they didn't use also they kind of mm-hmm. put in a few like extra ones in there obviously with like the cow and all the barnyard animals um but a lot of those scenes were like that that, that old guy uh on the bike who was like, what is your purpose? Uh, that was like a whole character that was supposed to be in this movie, but they cut it out for whatever reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Cool. What's um, everyone else's favorite scenes? Um, I guess uh, I'll, I'll go again. <laughs> uh, I love <laughs> okay, the scene where, you know, it's after Master Pain shows how strong he is. You know, the guy's like hitting him in the in the balls with the with the with the um staff. Um yeah. and then Steve Oderkirk's like, I need to see if I have this power too. And he just gets wailed on and everyone's <laughs> okay, like yeah. everyone's like, uh uh, is he alright? Oh well he's he's supposed to throw us off of him at the end. And they all lay yeah. on top of him and they're like, Okay. <laughs> like that's one of my favorite scenes because it's that just like it's just yeah, hilarious. that whole scene was pretty funny. <laughs> I also love the line, and I say this a lot during streams and in my daily life. You go that way, I'll go home. You know, I just, yeah. I just love that line. <laughs> I did love because me and Yummy will say that like a lot, like when we're playing games. Yeah, say that <laughs> oh, <a nice>. <laughs> Yeah, no, there are just there's so many little one-liners in that movie that are so good. There's like so many lines that I was just waiting for that I like clearly could remember because like Amy said this movie is very quotable, but uh, one line that I just completely forgot about that just hit me hard and I just left really hard about is like uh, near the end when like after Betty had killed a few people and and Steve is like killing is both bad and wrong. There should be a new word for that like bad wrong or badong. 
Killing is or... badong. <laughs> that, I was laughing so hard at that. What, well, actually, after that is one of my favorite scenes when he realizes that everyone's still alive. And he's yeah. like, well, certainly wimp low. And he goes over and there's just like the, the flies. Or that's before that scene, actually. And there's just like the fly sound happening. And Wimplow's actually oh, yeah. dead. I, I burst out <laughs> laughing at that. I, I had totally forgotten yeah. that that happened. Uh, that, that that is a good scene too. See, there's there's a lot of good scenes, but then there's also yeah. some scenes that are just so dumb, like that don't hit, don't land. That you're just like, I don't like this scene. Yeah, <laughs> another sure. thing that did wait not for work for me. Scene. I'm sorry. What? Oh, that's, then you just gotta wait for the next good scene. Oh yeah. Yeah, like because something that just did not work for me is just anything involving the tongue was just <laughs> tongue <a> cringe. That <laughs> was weird. Well, that yeah. harkens back to his thumb days, you know. Yeah, that, that's uh, like that. That was his like, hey, look, this is the technology I created. Yeah, that, this is like his. That's his bit of his trademark. I mean, Tungy's in the movie so seldomly, so it's you know, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deduct ten points because Tungy's in this movie. Like, <laughs> I didn't mind Tungy. <laughs> I, what I didn't like is the payoff for Tungy at the end. I was like, that that was it? That, he destroys seems... the uh, the French Armada. One, <laughs> he, he throws one back. He doesn't even... Does he blow and it then up? They all, and then they yeah. all leave. Yeah. It's just, you, I'm sorry, but you describing it as the French Armada just... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, stinky pits and all, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I just, I don't know, I still feel that the payoff of, like, what the tongue was for and everything. I was like, oh, that that was it? Oh, okay. What was I you wanted rather, more. What would you rather have been? <laughs> I don't even know, yeah. but I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted, like, a big epic reveal of some sort. Yeah, I don't even know what it could have been to, like, redeem that whole tongue, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's in the movie so seldom. You know, it's a, it, it's hard to be like, oh, he's just terrible. I, I didn't mind, I didn't mind Tungy just because I, I knew it was like, you know, it, it harkened back to his thumb days when he was doing yeah. thumb wars and stuff like that. So I feel like they almost put that in the movie just because it was like that's Odekirk's thing, you know, and that's what probably everyone knew him for up until this movie, and then you know, Ace Ventura, I suppose, and Jimmy Neutron and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I don't like it. I'm, I agree with you. I, mean, I didn't mind Tangi. I just felt his ending was disappointing. Wait, I just looked it up, and uh, Ace Ventura, the second one, came out in '95, which is several years before. Cool. Yes. Okay, so he was known for Ace Ventura before this one. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I don't remember what I was about to say. Callus, curse you, Sorry. Callus. <laughs> Sorry. Way to go, Callus. <laughs> Podcast over. Thanks, Callus. Podcast <laughs> over. Close the doors. Blame yeah. Callus. And not not just the end of episode. We're just done forever. The entire. <laughs> I killed the whole podcast. Oh, you killed, then, he killed film freaks. And then he <laughs> killed the dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still did, makes me laugh. Did you Did you guys notice the uh, Titanic sunk at the bottom of the? waterfall i did yes yeah. i did notice I it <laughs> i didn't notice that i i think this was the first time i actually noticed that in yeah, my, i don't know in if my i watch. noticed it <laughs> it might have been my first time noticing too <laughs> i noticed the well at the end uh explain like when they fall down the waterfall when they've been wounded by betty like right after once they hit yeah, the, the water whale. just there's a well that comes oh. down and just lands on top of them oh yeah yeah oh yeah okay 
I, yeah, I recognize. I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, why are they shouting whale? So I rewinded and I was like, oh, there's a freaking whale following them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I probably noticed it before, but I didn't remember. That was a joke I did not remember at all. Um, I also didn't notice the Hooters restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was also Random. Taco Bell on the yeah. table as well. Um, yeah, the, the Taco scenes. Bell one's easy because he's singing the Taco Bell song. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Hooters, like, if you're just not looking up in that corner of the screen, you just don't see that there, there's a Hooters there. <laughs> right in the temple or town hall, wherever they were. Yeah, you got to appreciate the, the fact that there, he does the, like, sort of throw in so many jokes on top of jokes. And, you know, you get to catch more stuff the second time around. Yeah. I, I still laugh at the peanut guy when he just whips out a little flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> he just, just laughed left. with nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean well you know speaking of the nut guy i mean what'd you guys think of the this payoff with the squirrel oh yeah that's great uh, i like that like you go oh no that squirrel's dead and then he puts the nuts in it and it runs away and you're like oh okay good every it's a happy ending after all yeah oh, yeah <laughs> i also want to mention the look-alike that they got for master pain because if you didn't notice, they switched out Master Pain a few times for it uh, for the lookalike. Was pretty pretty close to the yeah. the original character, um, and it actually makes a lot more sense at the beginning when he's a he's a, li- a little bit younger. Um, but later yeah. on in the movie, when they have to do more of those physical scenes, they actually, you know, they they kind of like put them onto uh, they they replaced Master Pain essentially. <laughs> yeah. Did you he, notice? I noticed this time. Uh, Ling's like duplicate or stand-in or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah her breast didn't look the same. I yeah. Oh no, just when her her dying <laughs> scene. Yeah. Obviously, I knew that the breasts were not her. But <laughs> take me, man meat. Well, I don't want you to think I'm a slut. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, when she's dying dying in the woods and he thinks he's she dies dies that's you know that's a little stand in there yeah she didn't notice they got one on you they pulled the wool over your eyes Hallis. <laughs> why are you singling me out <laughs> you didn't notice <laughs> sure yeah we'll go with that okay <laughs> um uh, so did any of you guys watch any of the like behind the scenes stuff for the movie? Um, I know I've, I mean, I was huge on this movie back when I was a kid, so I watched all that stuff back then. Um, but I, I really like to see the process of this all. And they did one of those, um, it's at, I think it's in the credits. So Tay, obviously you didn't see this, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they had like the, the radio guy dancing and they had him on a green screen and they showed how they kind of like layered him into the movie. I always find that stuff pretty, yeah. pretty cool. I, I remember that one from back when, you know, I watched it forever ago. Yeah, um, I do uh, do remember seeing a lot of the making of stuff when I used to have the DVD, but yeah, I don't really remember now. Well, I still have my D- DVD <laughs> from, from the last FYE in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> anything, of, uh, anything else interesting that you remember? Um, I mean, you know, the, the, it, like they showed how, um, 
he had to like really time up that uh, part where he grabs the udders underneath the cow. They kind of showed how, like he had to do like fifty some takes for that because he couldn't get it right. Um, yeah. They they showed uh, you know they they showed how like they cropped out his face for that one scene where Ling and Wimplow are are talking to him for the first time, and you know that that I mean it's it's so stiff because he's it's just a still image that they had to plaster over the guy's face. Um, yeah, there, you know there's what? a lot of that kind of notice, stuff. So. Good on them. Yeah, it was kind of my focus in that scene because you know. <laughs> <laughs> his his body moves, but his head kind of stays in the same place, and his expression never changes. <laughs> I almost wonder if they just didn't have the time to like finish that that edit. Like they were just like, oh well, yeah, we could just put the you know all of the rest of his body's covered, so we can just put like the face on him and no. Uh, any other scenes you guys want to talk about? I think I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I already said. Uh, How? Wait, did we did we all say what our favorite scenes were, or did we? I feel like <laughs> Yummy went like three times, and I don't remember anyone else going. <laughs> I, I might have covered them all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a few all times I said, yeah, I was like, yeah, I agree with that. That was a good scene. I will say the one scene that I've never found funny nor liked was actually that scene with the with the one boob chick right after my favorite scene oh. in the movie. Yeah. I even when I was a kid, I never found like the dialogue to be funny. I mean, some of the choreography is pretty good there, uh, but I never found that scene to be all that entertaining. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's just kind of weird. And also, like they hint at that it's his mom, and it's like you were just like tonguing your yeah. mom. Yeah. And checking her out. <laughs> what about um, the scene with Mufasa? <laughs> you know, as uncanny as that is, I still find it pretty funny at the end when he's like, <laughs> yeah. this is CNN. CNN. <laughs> that, I, that was I like that he keeps calling him <laughs> Joe Simba one. <laughs> Joe Simba. Yeah, I like how, you know, you could tell that it was just Steve Odekirk in front of like a bush and they had like a spotlight on him and some wind blowing, you know, it was, it was just very campy, very funny. Um, well now guys, when you go to do your final thoughts, don't, don't surprise me by being like this movie sucked and then give me a bunch of new things to talk about. Okay. If you guys have grievances, air them out now before the final part. Okay. Well, I mean, I've already aired my grievances. I, I do like I don't have any problem with any of the technical stuff except you know the aging CGI. But like for me personally, I'm not gonna like cut any points for the bad CGI because you know it was such a long time ago, and you know it's just a spoof comedy, anyways. So yeah, my grievances is just like a lot of the jokes not working for me personally, really. Yeah, we covered all of you know, the some scenes were cringy, some were weird. Uh, the lagging of the voice and the dubbing um, still kind of upset me. That Same was funny for watching, me. Uh, <laughs> watching, uh, like, you know, Squid Games, and I was so annoyed with that, too. Um, you, didn't, you didn't listen? You didn't watch the Korean version of Squid Games? No, I did not. Oh, man, you should have changed <laughs> it to the Korean version. <laughs> Funny enough, that actually reminds me. Um, if you guys didn't know, there's actually a cut of this movie where you can hear what they're actually saying. 
and they're um, just like gibberish. Oh, well, I remember that. Yeah, my friend was saying. Steve Odekirk says, kind of. He said, I mean, he says sentences, but obviously they make no sense in the context of things. But you can actually listen to this movie with like the actual original. Um, I forget what Nash, you know, what language they speak, but we'll, we'll just call it Mandarin or whatever. Um, you can actually hear them speaking the native language, and then Steve Odekirk is over there just going like. You know, uh, just saying weird things. You know, you you can actually listen to that cut of the movie if you really wanted to. It is on the DVD too. Funny enough, Ooh. Yeah. I don't remember seeing that yet. <laughs> I guess the the closest one that they have in there. I remember this from when I was a kid. When uh, when Master Payne reveals that he wants to be called Betty, um, instead of Steve Odekirk saying, "Well, isn't Betty a woman's name?" He says, "Female" instead of "woman." So. That one's pretty uh, close to when he's actually, you know, saying <laughs> <laughs> somewhat close. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't want to reiterate any points or anything, but I still like this. The whole lagging of the voices thing is just like that is a part of the movie. You know, it's 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 supposed to be behind and off because that's kind of yeah. how dubs usually are. Yeah, they're just making fun of the dubs, which is why I usually watch subs. Right. Well, I mean, if it and if it, it didn't work for you, Greedy, and didn't work for you, you know, like yeah, I said, yeah. comedy is all I did watch subjective. It with, uh, so. too, so. <laughs> Wait, what? I I watched it with subtitles as well. Kung Pao. Uh, yeah. So oh. Just okay. like. Okay. Yeah. I, right. I, you know, I, I I didn't have to watch this movie with subtitles. Did you guys have to watch it with subtitles? Uh, no, my option did not have subtitles. I I don't even remember, so I guess not. <laughs> Cal is so foggy right now. <laughs> well, like you know, I I did see Cal's, this movie. Like, remember what? he watched to watch the movie with his his COVID. COVID. Well, I mean, I did watch it like two weeks ago, but you know, uh, we, I thought we were going to record it earlier. Yeah, yeah. And then you know everything happened, and then I did have like quite the eventful last couple weeks, so. <laughs> Okay, well, um, I guess we'll just go ahead and get into our final thoughts and rating, if y'all are ready. Okay. okay. Yep, ready. Ready, ready. All right, well, I think um, from what you guys are saying, I, I think I'm probably going to be the most positive person about the movie. Um, I Probably. <laughs> I still, I mean, look, I mean, it, it's a movie from my childhood, and a lot of times when you go back and watch these movies, like, I mean, I watched Barnyard not too long ago, and I was like, "Wow, that's just—it's not as funny as I remember, right?" But I went the go—I went back and we watched this movie, and I, I found this movie still as entertaining as when I was a kid. Obviously, I wasn't like on the floor laughing. I, I remember my first time watching this movie at home, and um, I think my sister got it as a Christmas gift, and me and my family were watching it. And it's one of those movies that you know maybe you shouldn't watch with your parents, but you know I was what thirteen at the time or whatever. But I was literally just like laughing from beginning to end in my original viewing. In this viewing, obviously, I wasn't like laughing the whole time through, but I laughed enough times to be like, "Yeah, this was worth rewatching." This was, you know, it it holds up for me personally. I don't think there were any jokes in there that were too egregious that I would be like, "Oh, you know, ooh, that really, you know, was, was bad." You know, even like the minor jokes where they were like, "So one of us is wearing women's underwear." Like I didn't find that like to be, like it's not like offensive like other poorly aged jokes could be as we've already talked about in other episodes uh obviously this movie is not supposed to be like super serious so i kind of rate it that way um i i just kind of judge it on whether i found it funny and whether i like the movie and obviously i i still do a lot 
very quotable. Um, I think Steve Odekirk doing so much in this movie was was good. I mean, he he did all the voice acting, all the you know he did a lot of his own stunts in here. Putting him in the movie was a technical feat uh, for sure. And this is before YouTube and stuff like that, where people started doing this all the time. And before the video game, which was called U Star or whatever, where you could actually put yourself into movies too. So you know, it was. I would say this movie was pretty ahead of its time with that. Um, obviously I don't think that the genre of, you know, putting yourself into an old movie caught on, like maybe Steve Odeker wanted it to, but I think that it's a, it's a fun little time capsule. Yeah. There's a few things that, you know, like the baby scene is the one that I, that I say, yeah, that hasn't aged well. And the one boob lady scene is, you know, still like my least favorite scene in the movie because I've never found it fun or anything like that, even though the fight choreography is okay. Um, but I, I like the overall charm and, and stuff like that. And, um, I'll be quoting this movie until the day I die. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, a four out of five. Um, just because I know, you know, there are some things that have aged in here that, that don't hold up. Um, but I think that uh, a lot of my points come from, well, it's a spoof movie and it still entertained me. So, and I enjoyed it. So four out of five for me. Okay. Um, yeah, first time watching this through, I was, uh, very like hate. I kind of hate watched it because I was just annoyed with the dubbing and all that. So I watched it again because we had time because um, a few things happened. Um, so I rewatched it. Um, definitely was a better second time around. Definitely picked up more on the jokes. Um, so good thing I did that because uh, then my review would be more hateful. Um, I did. There are some scenes that are kind of weird and cringy. I do agree with that. Um, but there are also some funny scenes, and I didn't realize how quotable this movie was. And just overall, you know, genius, you know, like, flow of the movie, even though there are some scenes, like the cow just, just kind of seemed forced. Um, but overall, I agree with mostly what Yummy says, and um, I'm going to give this, I'll give it, I originally gave it one and a half. Um, wow. My first time yes. around. Uh, so I really did. Uh, hate it, um, but I'll I'll bump it up to a three. Okay, um, like I said, for me, you know, it is a bit of a nostalgic movie as well, just because you know it came out when I was in high school, and just seeing it with my friends, us laughing our head off at it, and then it is it is a dumb movie. <laughs> Let's get out there. Let's get that out there. But it is, it's a fun movie. And it is pretty damn funny. Um, so I'd give it, overall, debating between two. You know, I'll round up and give it a four. Hey. Out of five. Yeah. Wow. Tay, Tay and me are kindred spirits. <laughs> Just so dumb funny. Cows. <laughs> well, oh, oh, boy. Oh. So yeah, like I was like I was saying before, um, like having watched this as a kid, I like really enjoyed it, and I kind of like set my expectations a little bit too high when you know when it came to this rewatching. So I was a little bit let down by the fact that, um, like I don't know what it was. I just found so many scenes cringe. Like this this whole movie is a roller coaster for me. Like so many highs and lows because so many moments when I was like really laughing out loud. You know, I watched it with my brother. We both were laughing out loud, and other times we're just we were both just like very quiet. It was like, oh, okay, can we move on now? But you know, uh, comparing it to other uh, parodies, 
you know, like Robin Hood in a tight airplane. And, you know, this this movie does fall like kind of in a lower tier of spoof movie for me. Uh, so, you know, for that, uh, you know, just for personal reasons, I guess, because uh, so many of the jokes just, uh, you know, don't really work for me personally. I would have to give it a 2.5 out of 5. A little bit decisive, uh, a bit of a de- decisive movie on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but even like looking at the reviews, it's the same thing. You no, know, people are over all over. Yeah. Like you mentioned earlier, you no know, people are giving it one, then people are giving it five out of five. Yeah, I mean, this movie I, is I don't think it deserves like a five out of five. You know, but <laughs> I mean, I've, I mean, like I said, I, I find a lot of charm and, and fun in this movie, so I rate it higher because. I, I found the scenes to be mostly funny and, and fun to watch. But like I said, all things are subjective in the comedy world, obviously. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to change your mind by saying, well, I mean, it's impressive because Steve Odekirk did all the voices. Like, that still doesn't change the fact <laughs> that if you didn't like the dubbing, then, you know, you can't enjoy the dubbing. <laughs> but, I do wish, like, they, they made more movies like this where they, you know, actors are superimposed over, like, original footage and stuff like that. I do, like... The way that the that spoof works, uh, you know, worked really well for this movie. Yeah, with the era of YouTube, um, you know, it, it's kind of it's probably going to be hard to find anything like that outside of the YouTube world. Mm. Um, I mean, and like I said, there was a video game that puts you in the movie. It was called U Star. It was for the Xbox <laughs> Connect. Um, yeah, and that actually well, also... green screened you in the movies. <laughs> yeah, they have, um, you know, Rift Tracks, Mystery Science Theater, Three Thousand. Those are great movies. Um, you know, where they watch old movies and just heckle them and stuff, but it's not quite the same, but it's it's pretty similar. Those are good, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna leave this one in the past and go to the future. Greedy Waffles, what do you got for us? Oh Greedy, can you please pick like the original movie that this you know, they use footage for this movie for <laughs> please? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to pick a movie. I'm going to no change counts. the genre. I'm going <laughs> to change the genre uh, a little bit because I know we have a trend of picking the same genre. So I'm going to switch it up a little bit because there's a new movie um, that's getting a lot of hype, and I want to watch the original. So if you haven't picked up on it yet, my pick is Top Gun. It's 1986. Um, director is Tony Scott. Writers are – I don't need to say the writers. Uh, stars, Tom Cruise. Tim Robbins, Kelly McGillis, and uh, they only have three stars. Oh, there it is. Uh, Val, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards, Tom Skerritt, Michael Ironside, and many more. So what is Top Gun? As a student at the United States Naval Elite Fighter Weapons School, compete at the best in the class. Right, this yeah. One daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. That's the definition, but I feel like that doesn't really match up with the movie. Uh, <laughs> where can you find up? Uh, find it. Uh, Paramount. Uh, it says Netflix. I don't know if it actually is on Netflix and then uh, Amazon. I don't I don't see Netflix on here. This one said Netflix, so I don't know. Yeah, what I have. Well, actually, yeah, Netflix is on here. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Netflix, Paramount so, Plus, that, Amazon. Works for me. Okay. okay. All right. So, and obviously, uh, Top Gun came out Memorial Weekend. So, or Top Gun 2. So, we'll see. I just want to watch the original. I've, I've never seen the original. So, it's either be a really? for me. Wow. Neither has Tay. Wow. Yeah. I did watch it like for the first time about a year or two ago. 
Well, I thought Tay would be like, you know, oh, this one's a classic. Oh, I've got to love it. Never seen it. Wow. I, have a, wow. I've, I mean, I feel like I have with the way some of my friends talk about it so much. but <laughs> <laughs> I've, um, there's only a few things I've heard about this movie. Obviously, there was a few jokes in Borderlands 2. Uh, yeah. There's like a whole quest line where you uh, did like volleyball a, the volleyball stuff. And the other thing that I've heard about this movie from, you know, just other people talking about it in general is this movie is is kind of um, homoerotic a little bit. So oh, it's going to yeah. be interesting to watch that in 2022. Nice. <laughs> but if you, the listener, don't want to be spoiled for Top Gun from 1986, uh, make sure you watch that before the next episode airs in two weeks that's right um anything else you guys want to mention before we end the show uh be sure to clean your ass yes like, uh, one more thing uh callus cutting out yeah callus callus cut cut out. Out. oh it cut out I'm try, it again. try it again try it again no <laughs> don't go too loud your your discord is automatically capping you out oh really okay hold on anyway um i've been uh yemi yemi odekirk with uh pow waffles wimp tamation the chosen blue (laughs) and we are film freeze with a z thanks for listening I mess up the line. Let me restart. You all go right. that way. I go home. Nope. Let's just start over from the very yeah, beginning. All right, all right. Rewind it back, y'all. We're 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 being kind and we're rewinding. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, we're still recording. <laughs> you go that way. I go home. <laughs>